Mind Monk episode 370? Yes, 70. On the 14th of December 2015. I am your host, Stephen Layton. Um, you know what we do by now. It's time for the news. Okay, time for the news. Our Christmas postage times are on the site. Uh, go take a look. Make sure you get those Christmas orders in early. It is super busy here at the moment, like super busy. Um, so we're quick, but we're just maybe not as quick as we normally are. So do get those orders in uh, as soon as you can uh, and just be aware that Christmas posters definitely slow down. Um, you lot stay there. That was slick, right? Slick? Lip balms. Um, last year, you might remember, we did some lip balms with uh, Finker Argentina and uh, they went very well. So this year we've had some done with this week's coffee, which is Finker David Vilka. Um, they're on the site. All money raised from them will go to a, a project for David. I don't know what that project is yet because I need to talk to him but I'm sure we'll find something. So it's just a little bit of fun and a way of giving something back to a producer. And it's cool because it's got David's face on it, look. So there we go. And that was the news. Um, so now it's time for Focus On. Um, and normally on Focus On, I'm gonna go and ramble and stuff, but I'm not. I'm just gonna send you a little project today. So if you go to http double dot forward slash forward slash go dot hasbeen dot co dot uk forward slash Steve Asia, you're seeing that on your screen now. That will take you to a video I did when I was uh, on the Tabatantrum Tour of Asia, which talks all about Bolivia. It talks all about the issues that Bolivia has. And if you want to know more about Bolivia and you really want to focus on it, it's one of the talks I've done I'm most proud of. Um, and hopefully you'll find it interesting. So do go and check that out. Um, and that was Focus On. So I hope, you, I, I hope during that little trial you watched the video. I, I'm so pleased to see this coffee back for its fifth year. It's become one of my favourite coffees, hence I've taken a lip balm out of it. And I know that it's one of your favourites as two out there, because it's one that we get a, a huge amount of feedback on. Um, and um, yeah, David is somebody who's becoming synonymous with Bolivian coffee. And the farm is located in Belinda in North Yungas, near to the town of Caranavi. And the farm doesn't have a name. Uh, but the first time I went, I asked what the farm name was, and he just went, David Vilka. So then he stayed as David Vilka. He didn't do it in a French accent like that, though. Um, this is quite common in Bolivia. The farms just get named after the families. Um, David migrated from La Paz, and he's been on the farm for 15 years. Uh, he used to be a diamond miner, um, and uh, he damaged his hearing, so we had to find another job to support him and his family. So he bought this 12-hectare farm, um, a security for him and his family uh, and to make sure they could support themselves um, and when he took over there was one acre planted with coffee uh, and it was the uh, Criolla varietal um, which is very common in the area um, but David uh, trained himself with coffee and then started to plant more and more um, he now has five acres of coffee uh, of which we buy all of from him and um, he does it all himself on the farm. David, I forget his age now, I think he's 73, 74, and still picks all of the coffee himself. Him and his wife uh, will sort through uh, the cherries at the end of the day and things. He may get help from his uh, daughter uh, and son-in-law, but really that is it. 
And the varietals on the farm, he started with Criolla. He then went on to plant, plant Katura and Katayi uh, as he took some advice from people in the area. And it does tend to go really well there. Um, the Criolla that he started off with, he is removing and he's really focusing on the Tipica and the Katura. Um, this particular lot is all of the coffee, all the Katura from the farm, and this is because the Katura by far tastes the best. And part of the planting is David replanting with Katura because it seems to grow better. Um, last year, when no, actually not last year, the year before when we sold, what was it last year? Two years ago. Um, the price was a little unusual. I've visited David a few times, and that's how I found out about him used to being a diamond miner. Uh, and I didn't know about his hearing loss, and I thought he was just ignoring me and just not talking to me when, um, when I was talking to him, and then found out about his hearing. And then I asked why uh, David had not got hearing aids, because you lose your hearing, you can, you, you can hear, but you have to shout really loud. Um, and the exporter went on to tell me a story about how they gave him some money to go and buy some hearing aids and uh, his wife had the money and instead of buying hearing aids, she bought a satellite TV for her to watch. Um, now, if you've got somebody that doesn't talk to you very much and you can't hear, uh, you know, can't hear you very well, I can understand why you need a TV. Um, but I wanted to try and help if I could, but I'm very tight. I don't like to spend my money, I like to spend your money instead. So we did that special price where we added a little bit onto the bag and all of you guys paid for two hearing aids um, so he could hear. Um, and that was fantastic. And then I went back last year, and when I got back there, um, David hadn't got the hearing aids in. I was like, why have you got the hearing aids in? I thought, that's why we bought them. And he says, when he goes to the meetings in the colony, so when he goes to the, like, the Belinda um, colony meeting, or he goes uh, to town, or he'll put them in. But when he's picking, he used to knock them, and they'd start buzzing. Um, and also, the batteries were very expensive, and he couldn't afford to buy uh, batteries. So again, last year we raised some money for him where we bought him a little speaker and we gave him some money for some batteries. And hence the idea of doing this year. This year. Um, I worked out that if we sell a few of these, we should have a good chunk of money. I think we've got 500. So we should have around about 500 pounds for him to do something with um, that will just, you know, maybe get them some upgrade on their satellite channels or I don't know, maybe do something. Um, but. I don't know, I just feel like I've become a little bit part of the, the family there. Um, if you want to read more about what I did, uh, what we did, well, what we did, because you did it with us, um, go to uh, Hasblog and search for The Cost of Hearing, um, and it will come up, and it's been a super well-received uh, um, blog post that I did. And, and yeah, as I say, they're just very lovely people. Every time I go, so this is the fifth year, um, I get a little bit more accepted. Last time was beautiful, just sat down with the family, had a drink with them, sat in the sun, we chatted. Um, like They were very keen for me to stay for a long time. Um, and yeah, it was, it was just super beautiful, uh, really, really was. When you can have that kind of relationship with the producer, uh, it's really good. This year he came to see me at the mill as well. Um, so we were staying at the mill and he came down and had uh, a couple of hours with us at the mill when he was delivering his cherries. Um, he's also started to motivate his family to start delivering coffees and later on in the year hopefully we'll be seeing a lot from his family which is stuff that he's done with them to help them improve their quality. So we're actually not just motivating David, we're motivating lots of other people as well. So 
Uh, we should talk about the facts and figures. So the country's Bolivia, it's a farm called Finca David Vilca, nicknamed by us. He started the farm in 2001. Uh, it's near the town of Caranavi. Um, it's in the north youngest region of Bolivia. Um, it has an altitude of 1,570 to 1,600 meters above sea level. And um, he has five hectares of coffee. Uh, the farm is around about 10 hectares. Um, he has around about 20,000 plants on it, of which majority are Keturah. Uh, there's a little bit of Criolla and a little bit of Tipica. Uh, it is a fully washed, uh, dried on raised beds, and then finished off in a mechanical dryer because that's what they do in Bolivia. Um, the weather and uh, the drying is so slow because of how high they are that uh, they like to speed it up a little bit, otherwise it gets um, a little bit meh. So, uh, we should go and do this week's map bit. in the sky and I'm going to go and see Mr Vilka. I always like going to see David's house. Um, this is slightly less painful the last time and a lot less air travel involved. But we're going across to South America and um, there is the wonderful continent but we are interested in Bolivia. Um, <clears throat> so we're going to zoom down to Bolivia. Um, Bolivia, neighbouring Brazil. Um, Brazil neighbours everywhere, though, so it doesn't really count. Um, and we have our fact. So uh, Bolivia has the world's largest deposits of salt and lithium. Isn't that interesting? See, full of interesting facts. It's not just Roland that has interesting facts. It's me too. Um, but we're going to zoom down and we're going to look to Caranavi. You must love this place by now. You must know it super, super well. Um, so this is here is the view from the mill. You may have seen some photos that I did um, while I was on my last trip. And this is, uh, this is where the mill exactly is. Um, so there we go. You can kind of see lots and lots of detail for Caranavi. Um, so this is the, actually this is the road building place now that you see in there. Um, they're developing the road between La Paz and Caranavi. Um, but uh, we are going to zoom down. To the farm, I've got a frog in my throat. Um, <clears throat> there we go, it's gone. So there's David Vilker's farm. Now, I have exact coordinates for David's farm. That is his house that that dot is on because I took a photo there. But for some reason, Google Earth doesn't like taking photos of David's farm. So you can't see it. But I'm going to make up for that by giving you a lovely aerial view. Um, and the lowest point of Bolivia is 90 metres. Um, I'd like to know it for sea level. I'd love to know where that point is because I've only ever been out of breath there. And that was the wonderful map bit. So I hope that was a good map bit. I seem to remember it being an extremely good map bit. So uh, yeah, uh, hopefully you get to see that. Um, it is now time for Roland's daft fact of the week. In Bolivia, there are 37 recognised national languages. Not one of them is Kanak, so they can't understand a word that Steve says. Why can't people understand me? It's only a little bit of Kanak. Alright, I'm Oh, Boston. Right, gonna whack you on pause, gonna go and get tasty delicious drinks, be back with you in just a second. We are back. Let's get into this espresso quickly because I love this espresso. 
So the first thing that hits you is the sweetness. It is so sweet. With the espresso, I get just so much honey. Texture, mouthfeel. And then it goes into like this beautiful kind of, I don't want to say toasted because that ends up kind of like, but it's almost like a little bit of that crisp caramel kind of like, you know, they're like just as it's browned a little. It's absolutely gorgeous. That is a fantastic espresso. Um, no, that's, it's just, it's honey and beautiful caramel. Mm. We add milk to it. Oh. We're gonna let that carry on. We're just ignoring that the phone is ringing in the background. In fact, can I do it from here? No, yeah. Um, no, carries on. So, <laughs> this is so slick tonight, so slick. When you, when you add milk to it, it changes from honey to a beautiful smooth milk chocolate. Um, and that's pretty much it. It's like there's not a lot else there, but do you know what? I like milk chocolate. Um, I think it's a very satisfying, uncomplicated cappuccino. And into the brood. Look at this, it's my Sunderland Merry Christmas mug. All I want for Christmas is three points. It's not going to happen, is it? Um, so the acidity is raised in this, and actually, I've not seen this so much. But you do get like a real kind of fresh, kind of like green apple type acidity. But then the sweetness kicks in as well. So you get you get the honey, you get the caramel, um, you get the milk chocolate. But actually, in here, this is really. I want to say green apple, but I'm starting to kind of edge towards grape. It's a refreshing drink. It's a beautiful coffee from a beautiful man who's part of a beautiful family in a beautiful country. Um, I'm very proud to work with David. I love working with David. He's become um, very special uh, to us and his coffee is very special to us. And I hope it's very special to you. So anyway, that was this week's In My Mug. Thank you very much for joining me as always. I'm sorry about the phone ringing in the background. What can you do? And do remember, life is definitely too short for bad coffee.